Hey everyone, so today we are going to talk about why you should start earlier at a young age. Right? So today we have invited one of my best friends and his name is Scott Chester. Hi. Yes, he is here now, so invite him and welcome him. Yeah. So today we will talk about like uh, why success means like uh, why success is important to start early. So yes. first of all, like the first question that we want to discuss today is that what did success mean to us when we were young? Like uh, honestly, like, I think success is very subjective in a sense. But I think usually when we are very young, our success uh, usually means uh, fame, money, ladies, chicks, and you all right, know, all right. <laughs> we, we, we enjoy life, you know what I mean? And, and I think as we grow older, uh, such changes, but I think when we are very young, success is always uh, based on a very short-term vision, in a sense, because mm-hmm. our success is always for instant gratification, instant gratification. Yes. So uh, that's personally for me. Yeah, so like uh, what you said, I think it is very true, like uh, when we were young, we don't really have like a much vision. So what we focus on is like the short term. So like what you mentioned, the instant gratification, like the material things that we are looking after, yeah, like our right. toys, you know. Right, you know right, you have right. those like childhood toys that you don't want to share right, with other right. people. I, yeah. I, personally for me, um, I still remember back then when I was like, I was really young, which is like not really long ago. <laughs> is that I remember I would save up money just to get like uh, amazing branded goods. And back then, you know when we were young, brands is like Converse, right? It's like yes, it, it, yes. It, it sounds lame now, but back then it's like, hey, dude, this is like the coolest shit ever. <laughs> so mm. back then I was saving up money for those kind of things, just to flex in a sense, just to share people that hey, dude, I, you know, I'm I'm not broke. That's what the message you want to share with people mm. when you're young. And yeah. I think uh, I really agree with what you share. You know, uh, when you're really really young success really typically means uh, fame it always means uh, being able to accept in the community yes. you know what I mean it's being like, liked by your friends yes correct you don't want you will never never in your life like, like I will never believe if somebody at like the age of 14 or 15 tell me and say uh, hey Chester I actually love to be alone um, I love to be hit by the people around me <laughs> that's crazy yes. so I think success <laughs> when you're really young it's really acceptance and yeah. it's not being rejected and you can see a lot of people do a lot of weird things just to be accepted in a sense so yes. I think that's what success really meant yeah. uh, when you're younger yeah. so what does like a success mean to you now? personally oh. have you like grown up or bit? Um, definitely uh, if I if I still stay the same as a young age oh, that's a big problem you know what I mean and, and I think like success means to me now it's more than just fitting in but I like to be honest like be very honest with like, the audience and, and the listener as well uh, do I still want to be rich and famous? Also, is absolutely yes. <laughs> like every desire okay. for that, but I think it's a level higher in a sense of significance. You know what I mean? It's no longer about the success and the fame and being rich and everything, but create impact for the world. And, yes. and I think one thing that uh, I'm extremely grateful for, like hands down, uh, is really to have friends around me, you know, such as you as well. You know, who focus on significance. You know, and being an entrepreneur. Um, and giving significance to the people and giving value to people's lives. So I think success to me is now, it's really to create impact in the world and at the same time enjoying every single part of the process. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's success yeah. to me now. That's good, that's yeah. good. Plus, uh, recently I also heard of this like quote that says that success is basically getting what you want but the significance is giving what you have. Yes, correct, yeah. correct. When we focus on success, it's basically like being able to self-care, being able to do the things that you want and getting the things you want. And 
And once you are able to get them, then that's when you can bless other people. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Like, I really agree with what you said, you know, uh, what getting what we want and bless other people. I, I, I know that this is a... I can say it's a very controversial topic because a lot of people usually see success as like, oh, I just want to live like a normal life and you know, just an average life and be happy about it, right? You have you have a good job, you have a family and your kids and then you peace out. But I think success is more than that in a sense. It's significance. And usually, uh, I don't ever believe in living like an average person. I think it's always, you know, uh, I love it have analogy by this uh, this video content creator called Casey Neistat amazing guy and he created a video and what happened was that he was actually on the escalator and he tried to depict that you know life is it's like a moving backwards escalator the moment you stop in life you move backwards right you walk you maintain but if you hustle you can move forward in life and i think success is always about making progress like the definition i have for success is to make progress in the significance yes and it's, that's about, true. it's about hustling in life and and the results is that you know you have uh, you have gains, right? You have gains uh, in every area of life. And I think the common area that we can relate to the audience is financial gains, right? And with financial gains, you can then bless the people around you. you yeah. know, now you can create opportunities for people. Now you can make people's life better. And I think that is how success is defined for me at the current point of my life. Mm. Maybe down in the future, maybe it's different. Maybe in the future, it's like playing chess in a, in a nice beach. I don't know. You know, we, we shall see in the next 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so when was the change that in your mindset that you have to get to start things like your business, your entrepreneurship? What was the change in your mindset? Um, I think personally for me, what the big change for me personally was uh, really it's the break of limiting imagination. And usually in our lives, we have always have this limited thought process. Yes. Like in a sense, we always have limiting thought process. I mean, you know, usually in our lives, we always have like in situations we imagine that this is my limit, this is like the maximum growth I can, uh, you know, I have in my life in, in, in a sense. The moment in the pivot of time which I can break the mindset, I think one very good story that I really relate to is the story of uh, Roger Bannister. So Roger Bannister is this guy who, he's the first person ever in history recorded, he's the first person who break uh, the mile in, four in less than four minutes. So prior to, prior to Roger Bannister in 1954, prior to that, everyone had this myth or this imagination that uh, it's impossible to break, to run a mile in less than four minutes. It's mm. impossible. Even doctors believe in it. Doctors believe your lungs will exploded. That's insane. So 1954, Roger Bannister, he, he's the first guy who ran the entire mile in less than four minutes. His time is three minutes and 59.4 seconds. Wow. Right? And the amazing thing is this, after two years of Roger Bannister's uh, achievement, 300, not three, 300 people broke their record. And he actually was able to run less than four minutes. And the moral story is that you only start to experience success the moment that you tell yourself, you tell yourself that you have no such limiting barriers. Yes. So everyone's different, you know, some people will overcome their barrier at 30, 40, 50 years or whatsoever. But I'm just grateful that I'm even overcome at a young age. But it doesn't matter about age. It's, it's the moment of time where you tell yourself that I'm sick and tired of my limiting factors. I'm sick and tired of being an average guy. I'm sick and tired of you know being what the world defined me. I want to be something different. And yes. that is the moment where you break and say, you know what, I'm going all out. So that yeah, is so maybe like uh, some of you listening right now don't really know what is the limiting belief. 
so a limiting belief for like young people like us we might be like uh, how our parents think of us yes when right. we started like uh, this business that is so risky Correct. or like Correct. how our friends look at us when we like uh, not study in school and focus on this business instead. Correct, correct, yeah. correct. And and I think it's a, such a social norm in a sense that a lot of parents, they put on their children, especially from what I know personally, uh, if you guys can relate to it, uh, is that usually parents will always want you to get a really good, good grade, get a good job, yes. <laughs> and then uh, be happy in life and be grateful. And then they always share with you that oh, money is a root cause of all evil things. And that's how we are being brought up in the Asian family, in a sense. So, able to understand and break the limit is very, very important. And and everyone got different. I do believe everyone will have different encounters with life. Some parents will be a little more open. Some parents will be a little more restricted. But everyone have a have a common. I think a common issue is that no matter what, if you want to experience success, you got to break that limit first. And yes. I love the definition of what Robert Kiyosaki shared about entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is first a mindset, skill set, then, then rules, right? Wow. It's always the mindset comes first. Like if yeah. anyone come to me and say, uh, I want to be successful, but then you ask them, uh, do you think you can achieve in the next five years? They say, oh no, it's impossible. I need to, I need to wait for a, a good job before I can do my venture or business. I will share them, you're not going to be successful because you do not carry the proper mindset that's needed to be successful. I hear no any successful person in every entire world that always put themselves like, oh, uh, I don't think I'll be successful, but I hope I'll be successful. Like you shouldn't put on hope. It's always that, it's always the mindset first. Like yeah. you can see people, uh, amazing people for instance. Uh, I, I give you an example, Elon Musk. Amazing figure, right? Everyone know Elon Musk in a sense. When he started uh, SpaceX and he uh, finally went into Tesla as, uh, as CEO, uh, an interviewer asked him like, what is the rate of success do you see in this company? And he says, he says it's only 10%. But he say that, you know what, uh, it's more important to create an impact than the risk. So mm-hmm. what he trying to say is that he's, he's willing to take the risk to break that belief, to overcome that barrier, the limiting mindset. Yeah. So it's always mindset comforts and this applies in sports athletes. Um, another example that I can share is Eddie Hall, right? Mm. Everyone doesn't believe that you can deliver more than 500 kilos. Hands down, try 2016. Eddie Hall overcome that mindset. So you can see successful people across histories are people who first believe in something uh, and then they manage to cope themselves in saying that they are they have the right resource and ability to overcome the mindset. And that's how success comes. It's always mindset first. Yes. Yes. That's true. I think another thing that I learned recently was like how successful people they don't become successful because uh, they are successful. But they become successful when they are already successful in themselves. Yes, yeah. correct. So correct. basically, I think what is important here right now in like our young age is to building up assets, assets yes. that are valuable absolutely. to us progressing and like reaching out to people as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, um, I really agree with what you share. Uh, one of the favorite uh, quotes that I really hear from this author. Uh, of the atomic habits, his name is James Clear, and he shared this quote, which is so profound. And he shared that you doesn't fall to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of the systems, and yes. it's the systems that make you successful. So in the systems is you know consistency beats intensity. It's every single day. That's why you share assets, right? You got to make valuable, uh, valuable positive assets in your life. You know, and uh, and I do believe your greatest assets you ever have is your mind. 
It's mm. the right mindset you have. It's a successful mindset you have. Yes. You know, it's never about how rich you are. Like, I do believe everybody's rich. You know, uh, either you are rich uh, mentally, financially, or you rich in time whatsoever. But in a sense, everyone got something in surplus, and it's very mm. important to have the right mindset. You have the right mindset to be able to tap into the into the surplus and grow from there. Yeah. So actually, actually, actually important for that. Yeah, so if let's say that um, you were to meet a younger self of yourself today, okay. what kind of advice you would give to yourself? To be honest, I will just say uh, no bullshit, just ownership in a sense. <laughs> like, like stop giving rubbish excuses like, oh, I won't be successful because uh, I have this, I have this, I have that. You know, I'm not, as, I'm not as handsome as a guy. I'm not as rich as a guy. You know, I'm not as, uh, I don't have the charisma, uh, charismatic energy compared to that guy. So... What I'll tell myself is that rather than looking at what you do not have, look at what you have. You know, it's never lack of resource. It's always a lack of resourcefulness. And I think yes. that is something that uh, I think a lot of people nowadays got to learn uh, that school doesn't teach you. School just teaches you how to how to do ABCs and how to count stuff and do some weird calculus stuff. That, that to be honest, it doesn't really matter. I think what schools have teach people nowadays is to be resourceful. And I think that's one of my favorite things about being an entrepreneur is that you, you are being put in a position that you got to be, be resourceful. you got to be yes. creative. you got to know how to think out of the box. How can I do this while still saving money? And how can I uh, minimize my risk while going to this venture? Like those kind of things. Yeah. So I think it's about optimizing the way you see things in life and yes. to be extremely resourceful. And don't just give like rubbish or bullshit excuses. Oh, I can't do this because it's too risky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, like uh, just sidetracking a bit from like the initial question is that uh, a lot of people have this uh, mentality nowadays is that uh, is that I can't do things because it's it's extremely hard but I think the best blessings we have in this uh, in this world right now is in the, in the, is the internet it's yep. incredible like anyone can <laughs> start a company that I mean whoever is listening to this podcast right now and think of creating your own company this is something for you Anyone here can start a company super easily with the internet. Yes. Like, 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 hundred bucks is all you need. Hundred bucks, seriously, hundred bucks is all you need. You need to register your company for sure. Uh, then afterwards, you can easily get a website or domain that's extremely affordable, extremely cheap, right? Yeah. Then afterwards, you can do a lot of services for people. You don't need to use the old-fashioned. You know, back in the 1950s and 60s, you, if you want to yes. hold a company, you got to like hold your venture, you got to hold your goods, and you, you got to like, climb out the ladder. Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> but nowadays, you don't have to. Like, I know people that uh, create websites for people, and they themselves are entrepreneurs, right? You yeah. can use your skills in your own business. So it's extremely optimized in this generation right now. So what I would tell myself, or what I would tell the, the younger aspiring entrepreneurs, or anyone in general, right? is that stop giving rubbish and bullshit excuses that think it's hard. Instead, you should go and look for it because there's so many goals out there right now. There are so many opportunities that you can tap into, that you can leverage on. And, and this is really the generation of innovation. If, yes. if, if, you, if anyone come to me and say, uh, right now, there's, the crisis is bad, you know, uh, COVID is terrible and, and I cannot start something new, I'll, I'll just share with them. You're just being lazy. Yes. You're just being lazy. You're just pure <laughs> being lazy. Like crisis. Okay, yes, crisis is bad. I'm not trying to downplay crisis. But crisis determines opportunities. Yes, it's a and chance. Correct. And all you need is the right mindset, the yeah. right perspective. And and if you have those two, you can figure your way out. Trust me. 
Yeah, and also like I think another thing that we want to take note of is our own desire for success. If we are not hungry for success, then success won't come to you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's about the constant urge. Like like people, the funny thing about people in society is, it's they, they celebrate you when you got your passion. You know, like like hey, I'm actually <laughs> having this passion in this, and they're like, oh, good job. But when you're obsessive with the passion, people will start to downplay it in a sense like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that's bad. But I believe true successful people, like let's give a very simple example of athletes for instance they train day in and day out right yeah they are obsessed with their sport they master the craft you see you only need 20 effective hours to master a skill and you need 10,000 hours to go from an intermediate to advanced right yeah so if you really want to be very good with success you have to be obsessed with success you got to tell yourself that I want to work in every single day and it's I think it's at the end of the day it's a discipline but you know as what uh, we mentioned earlier as well it's the mindset you Yes. I think the initial part will definitely be discipline, but yes. discipline won't be the one that lasts Correct. us all the way. Because Correct. like at the end of the day, you need to love what you do. If Correct. you don't love what you do, you are not able to sustain the whole business. You're not able to sustain your emotions, your mentality. Correct. And that is where you get dangerous as a journey. Correct. Correct. And and I and I think it's very important. Writing on what you just shared, uh, it's very important for us to love what we do. And I think the only way we what we do is when we set an identity for ourselves. You know, I read a book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and one of the most powerful habits you can have in your life is this thing called uh, identity habits. Um, yes. uh, a good suggestion I can share for the listener, especially if you are aspiring, uh, you know, athlete, entrepreneur, or maybe you just want to be a, a successful person in general, is take a pen or paper and write who you want to be in the next five years. Like who you want to be as the next five years. Like personally for me, as uh, personally for me, I aspire to be a good strong CEO of a great seven-figure company. That's who I want to be in the next five years. And it's working in every single day. I think for you as well, you know, and I think at the same time is having the right vision and yeah. being faithful to that vision. I think that's what will keep your drive in. Because motivation is really a myth. Yes. Right? Because some days you you'll feel like poop. Like to be honest, like seven days a week right 70 percent of the time i feel like poop. but it's about staying with the vision and saying you know what i'll still give my best regardless of what i think that's what drives success forward mm. yeah yeah and i think like uh something interesting was to take note that uh, nowadays that there are more young entrepreneurs succeeding and while that is true there are also some young en- entrepreneur that or like young students they don't want to become successful. Why is that the case? What is the key like differentiation between like a young person who succeed and a young person who are lazy? Hands down, one thing: the mindset. And I, I, either they are being as a passion or being obsessed with it. Hands down, these two two points. Uh, the difference between a hobbyist and a professional is that the hobbyist will only do it when they feel like it. But a professional mm-hmm. do it when they don't feel like it as well. And I think the reason why they separate nowadays is like, like let's go and sidetrack a little bit. Uh, as what we shared early, early on in the points is that, you know, uh, the internet is a huge, huge, huge blessing, right? Yeah. It, but some but, people don't see it that way. Correct, correct. Even though the internet is a huge blessing, but it's a huge corrective uh, tool as well. It differentiates right now. It's easy to distinguish the difference between a lazy and a hardworking person. Yeah. Because 
to be honest, if anyone say uh, I cannot start a business because I do not know how to do accounting, for instance, right? <laughs> There's so many courses you can learn online to do yes. accounting. There's tools as well. The lazy person will always say I can't do it, but Excuses. the hardworking person will always say, "How can I do it? How can I find a way? And how can I improvise a way?" And and another powerful question to ask yourself is actually like, why do I need to do this? Correct. Yeah. I think the why is like so important, especially Correct. when it comes to like uh, lasting a long ways and having a purpose in like what you do. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely true. Thanks now for that. Yeah. Like I always believe it's you know as as back to the point. Like that's why you share like the why, which I think it's uh very powerful. It comes down to like being an identity habit. You know, like who you want to be in the next yeah. five years, and and it's always the question uh you should ask yourself every single day, why I want to be that person. You know. If I say I want to be a strong CEO, why I want to be a strong CEO? Yeah, why you want to be a strong CEO? Correct, correct. And and, and if you if you can answer the why, the how would answer by itself. I, I love Elon Musk as well. And his quote was that in life, not about getting the right answer. It's asking the right questions. Yeah. You know, if you can ask the right questions, the answer just come in naturally. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right now, I would say that uh, because of your compounded actions, you have able to achieve quite a few things. And what was the things that you are able to achieve, like financial wise, mindset wise, purpose wise, and more? Yes. Uh, I I really like your question a lot. Uh, I like the word compound, and I think Albert uh, Einstein once said that eight wonders of the world is called compound interest. And it's so beautiful about compound interest is because the results they give it's significant. It's huge. You know, yes. It's it's crazy. If you think about it, all right. If we improve a percent every single day, right? Uh, three sixty five days, we improve roughly about estimate thirty seven percent. Thirty seven percent closer to the goals you want to be in life. Thirty seven percent closer to who you want to be in life. That's mm. incredible. So really, going back to the question where you say, like, what are some actions that I do? Um, can I ask you a question again. Is it you're asking like what questions that uh what are like the so what are the things that you have was able to achieve after like starting out and like uh, building on your own success? I can say uh to be very honest with you uh I have not hit my seven figure dream yet as a CEO yet to be honest. <laughs> That's but ambitious. On the way, on the way, yeah, I mean. For background context, I would like to introduce Chester once again. He's now currently twenty years old. Uh, okay, not not turning twenty yet. Right, still nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. <laughs> This year he's twenty, so like uh, it's very amazing that he's like uh, starting his business out and like uh, doing something that's out of uh, the norm. Yes. Yeah. So why not you share about like uh, what was you able to achieve just within these few years? Uh, I think one significant result that I did achieve is the way I think. You know, I I think like your mm. mindset is the greatest asset. Definitely business, you definitely have some gains in terms of financial gains, and you know, yes. Yeah connections here and there but I think the biggest gains I can really share in my journey as an entrepreneur it's the way I think the way I see the world and the way I and the way I believe on how things work out right now so firstly for me uh, one area that I really uh, really achieved was discipline you know I understand that initially I hate discipline I think discipline is like oh it's torture it's like come on like I wake up like like six in the morning and get a morning routine, you know, like uh, go to back to back meetings and those kind of things. Honestly, initially I hate it. I, I think it's awful. It's like what the heck, no but, right? But it's about along the way as you go through and you see results, and you see that the people that the people that work in your team, 
start to be stronger uh, in the way they think, they start to mature and they, they start to be strong leaders. That's when you realize that actually, wow, like that's a lot of impact. You know, it's more than just like the financial gains. Like I love the financial gains, I'm not going to lie. Right? I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I, life's all about money, I, I hate money. Come on, I, I, let's be honest with people. Uh, I love to earn money. Hands down, I think everyone loves their money, right? Yes. Like, like I never share anyone in the world that say I love to lose money. That's crazy. But I think more than just the financial gains, it's about the mindset shift that you have as an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, it's more than just the mindset shift as well. It's also the connections, the relationship, and the bonds you have as well. I think those are yes, like very important. like more crucial stuff than just earning money. Because to be honest, you want to earn money, you can get a job, right? Mm-hmm. But I think as an entrepreneur, you you grow in more areas than just financially wise as well. And I think personally for me as well, uh, one area that I really grow for the past few years is more than just business, it's also fitness in a sense. Uh, I, I think fitness has been something that I've been plaguing for my for most majority of my life. I was a I was a fat, chubby, unhealthy kid who loves to eat chips every day. <laughs> then in, in a sense it's like for the past few years when I started to get serious in my fitness, you know, compound in compound my workouts, right? Every single day going in and out of the gym, giving my best in every single workout. Uh, I definitely see gains and definitely uh, able to embrace the best version of myself. So hands down, if I want to share with you know uh, the listener, especially maybe want to start your fitness journey, you start want to start your business journey, or maybe any journey of life. I, I don't know what journey you have, but you got a journey, right? Yes. Like what I'm saying is that start now and yeah. be faithful to the every single process along the way every single day you know if your business right be faithful with your business every single day you know uh, go upgrade your skills as a leader you know, as an owner of the business as a CEO or a, maybe a manager for instance you know upgrade your leadership skills upgrade your skill set how can you bring more into the team you know your fitness right how can I uh, improve my workout maybe one more rep every single maybe every single workout maybe a little more weight a little more uh, maybe a little bit more in progressive overload Right, it may not see significance for a day or two, but in the in a big time frame, maybe in in if, yes. infinite time frame, for instance, maybe let me like that's that's not that's not about infinite uh, because we are finite creatures, right? Maybe in a ten years time frame, you realize the gains that you achieve, it's phenomenal, and yeah. that's where you realize that wow, actually every like if I had to summarize my point, because I know my point is actually kind of messy in a sense. Uh, if I summarize my point, I can say is to be faithful to every single thing along the way and look back. Always, always look back. I, I know a lot of people are looking forward, but I think the important about looking back is to be grateful with what you achieve in life. Yes. And that's what motivates you and say, wow, actually I did so much and now I need to push harder and I'm able to get more results. Yeah. yeah. So that's personally for me. So like uh, some people they have like uh, a thought like it's disadvantageous to them if they start young. What are your thoughts about it? Disadvantages? Yeah, some people they think that uh, starting young will mean that they are not trusted easily or things like that. What do you think? Is it like um, to be true honest, or not true? <laughs> um, I gotta lean more to the untrue side because uh-huh. the good thing about starting young is that you basically have no risk. You basically yes. have zero risk and and a lot of people are like what are you talking about like to be honest when you're starting young right like let's let's say about being young to me from a to me from a 16 year old and a birth maybe to 16 to maybe like 25 right 
I do believe most people at the age have no families. If they have families, then uh, that's a different story. But they usually have no families they care for. They, they don't have kids. They don't have anything. So their responsibilities in life is very minimal. Yeah, that's the best season to take risks because technically you have no big major risks in your life. Like to be honest, like for me, uh, I think as an entrepreneur, it's very important for all of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast and you're an entrepreneur, is uh, is to understand that yes, there's financial gains in a business, but at the same time, there are potential financial losses as well. But for us as being young teenagers, like uh, 1920 ish, is that even we lose our business. We don't lose everything because we can go back to our family and you know have a. <laughs> we just you know in the future if our friends text us like hey you want you want to hang out and say oh I'm sorry bro uh, I I don't think I can't wait with you for the next two years because I'm broke <laughs> I'm a debt to pay but technically you have no risk in your life right yeah. you still have it's a, not as bad as when you fail as like a thirty yes yes yeah. yes correct correct so technically I can say feel be comfortable by being uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, be okay to fail because every single time you fail, you learn something new. And yes. one of the methods, especially if you are an aspiring entrepreneur, is I encourage you to read this book. It's by Lean Startup by Eric Rich, and he shared uh, the whole Lean Startup methodology. In summary, is to fail fast. <laughs> the more you fail, the more you can learn how to pivot in your journey. And to be honest, as an entrepreneur myself, uh, right, my companies, I fail multiple times. But every time I fail, I learn something new and I pivot my way through. So what I'm saying is that if you are right now in a young age and you're worried to fail, to be honest, you will never be successful in life. Yeah. Successful people don't see failure as an end point. They see failure as a teachable point. Mm. Unsuccessful people see failure as the end. And that's the reason why so many people refuse to start their own business. So many people refuse to... Uh, take risks because they feel that risk is the end of everything. I'm not saying you should go and splurge all your money in uh, something that's like unprofitable in a sense. But what I'm saying is that take calculated risks, be okay with failing, and learn from the experiences you learn from the experiences when you fail. Yeah, and in fact, when you are younger, you actually can pick up all these things faster as well. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and I think that's the advantage of being young. Like we are very teachable as a person. We are able to unlearn things and relearn things. Correct. And that is a skill of like uh, this new age. Correct, correct. And and for for whoever listening to this uh, this podcast, um, you know, if in any situation you forget whatever we shared for the past few minutes, just remember these three points. The three P's position, people, perspective. Position, put yourself out there, be okay with feeling, be okay to be vulnerable. Connect yourself with more people out there, reach out to more people, speak to successful people, speak to people that already walked your path, speak to people that's having the same similar path as you. You know, learn to put out there and learn to have the correct perspective. It's always mindset, 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 mindset. Have the successful growth mindset with you. Understand that your biggest limiting factor is not your situation, it's not your resources, but it's the way you think. And if you can have this three-point value system in your life, I won't be surprised you you potentially will be in the next Elon Musk or whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, hands yeah. Yes. I think everyone has the same potential like us Correct. to definitely do like successful things. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. There's never a limit to like uh, what we can do. It's just a limit of the mindset. Correct. A Correct. limit of the belief system, your value Correct. system. Correct. Yeah. But if I have to say one thing, you know, do, do I see myself successful 
for uh, real super successful answer is I will forever never see myself in my maximum potential because success is still a constant pursuit. It's always yeah. a long journey. You know, next time when I hit my seven figure as, as a business owner, as a CEO, do I dream of having an eight figure? Answer is yes. I'll <laughs> always want to push further and further and further. And I think that's what makes a successful fight. You know, it's like it's just like an endless video game, right? You want to level up always. You are always leveling up. So, true, true. so, I I think back to the topic in a sense is that don't worry about failing right now because to be honest, you have so many opportunities down the road, and you rather use every opportunity to its maximum. And yes. I think that's what I always share with people. You know, embrace failure, and the moment you can embrace failure, you can better embrace success. That's right. Yeah, so thank you guys for like tuning into this podcast yes. and I hope that you guys have actually learned and picked up something from both of us. And if you guys like uh, this podcast session, do like uh, be sure to like follow us on our channels and like uh, you can actually pick up certain intangibles and like uh, important life lessons when you follow us and watch our own like uh, how we live out our life. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys thank and you guys. see you guys in the next episode. Alright, see you guys. Bye. I look back